Welcome to the All in the Homeschool Day podcast, where we talk about cultivating a thriving home atmosphere by getting control of your day, managing your emotions, and investing in relationships. This is the first episode in the Take Back Your Days Challenge Week. It is possible to not feel like you're controlled by an impossible to-do list. Every day this week, we'll explore a different obstacle to getting control of your days so that you don't feel like you're always putting out a fire. Today, we'll be exploring how the rocks in a jar analogy can help you fit more into your day. I'll be talking about the daily ATM. If you have not downloaded this yet, you can do so at triumphantlearning.com forward slash take back. We'll be talking more about it in a little bit, but I wanted to make sure to give you that link so that you can get your own copy. A common struggle that many homeschool parents have is feeling like their job is never done. I've heard comments like, my biggest struggle is surviving the day-to-day stuff. I feel like once the school have-tos are done, I'm in a race just to get life tasks done. I'm struggling to keep the household running smoothly, things like meals, cleaning, shopping. Or I don't have a clear picture in my mind of all the things that need to be completed. Have you had those thoughts? We have a lot of demands on our time, so how can we get it all done? I like to think about the rocks in the jar analogy. I want you to consider two different images. I'll describe these for you so that you can try to imagine them in your mind. So imagine taking a mason jar. And we're going to put, fill it about halfway full with sand. Then we're going to put some smaller rocks like pebbles on top. Then we'll put a few more larger rocks. And then we have three big rocks. And when we try to put those on, put those in the jar, everything doesn't fit. We couldn't close the lid if we wanted to. It kind of follows Parkinson's law that says that work expands to fill the time allotted to it. What we put in there first is going to determine how much we can put in. If we don't have our priorities right, we won't be able to fit it all in. So set that jar aside for a second and imagine in your mind a different jar. We're going to take a different approach and this time place those big rocks in first. And then we're going to put in the smaller rocks. Finally, we'll pour the sand in. Everything fits. You could even pour water into the jar and it would fit. I want to point out, we've used the exact same amount of rocks and sand in both jars. How is it that everything fits into one jar but not the other? Well, the difference is that when we have the proper importance on everything, we can actually get more done. It seems counterintuitive, but it really works. This analogy can be a great visual to help us as we think about our days. When we're intentional to put the most important things first, we actually have room for a lot more. We can accomplish more and do more that's important to us. I actually have this jar and I keep it on my desk. And I keep it with the sand in first so that the big rocks are sticking out the top as a reminder to me that I need to honor my priorities. I want to remember this principle as I think about how to fill my days. 
So that's a great analogy. That's some great theory. But let's get practical because I know you guys do not want to know, hear about um, theory without having something you can actually do to apply it in your life. So let's talk about two simple steps that you can take to apply this principle. So the first step is to identify your priorities. What are your big rocks? What's important to you? Consider this question. At the end of the day, if you could only accomplish one thing, what would it be? You might want to think about what's important to you and to your family, what values you want to uphold or what activities you want to invest your time in. Maybe what relationships are important to you or how you want to spend your time. This one was a kicker for me. How do I want people to remember me? What do I want them to say at my funeral? As you think about these and consider what's really important, it'll start to make sense where you should focus your energies. You may want to do a values analysis in order to identify what's really important to you. If you've not taken time to do this, I'll leave a link in the show notes of where you can download the um, values worksheet. And then based on your answers to these questions, to your ponderings here, choose two or three priorities that will be your big rocks. Some or all of your big rocks are probably not the tasks on your to-do list, but they probably do get crowded out by the tasks that need to get done. So we'll talk about how to handle this in step two. So let's move on to step two, which is to plan your week around your big rocks. This might sound overwhelming, but take it slowly. Take it one step at a time. First, consider your current schedule. Look at your calendar. Look at when you need to be out of the house, when you have commitments, appointments, activities. Look at what you need to do at home, including your homeschool day. Maybe you have uh, work that you do from home. Maybe you... um, have times that you need to do therapy with one of your children or yourself? What is it that you need to do during a week? And then ask yourself, do you have time set aside for your big rocks? If not, what could you, what change could you make to make that happen. It doesn't have to be big. You can start with small changes. Just choose one priority or one big rock and make a plan for what you want to do and when you will do it. This will probably require that you say no to something else. I love that Greg Crochelle says that we have to say no to the good so that we can say yes to the best. To give you a practical example of how I apply this principle, My priorities right now are relationships with my husband and children and my health. So when push comes to shove and something has to give because the day has gone haywire, these are the two things that will take precedence. And I can tell when I let my focus drift away from these priorities, everything else about my days feels off. So some things that I have done is we have time on the calendar of when we're having dinner together as a family. 
This was not as big of a deal when my daughters were younger. It's become a much more important aspect as they have gotten older. They're scheduling their own activities. My daughters right now are teenagers, and so and one of them can drive herself, so she pretty much schedules her own day. But my husband's finding this very helpful too because he can look at the calendar and know when we're having dinner, what time I, we're anticipating having dinner, and he can do his best to be home. When we schedule it, we, we may change it as needs arise, but when we schedule it, we can all know what to expect. We also have our weekly family game night on the calendar. That way we all remember what is happening and what's going on. We can all know that that's something important because we actually placed it on the calendar. I've also put something else on my calendar. My oldest daughter is doing dual enrollment this year, and so my time with her is less than it was. She is now spending half of her day in a school setting doing her dual enrollment class, and I know that next year she's going to be off in college. So I really want to maximize the time that I have with her during this school year. But it was kind of hard because I have things I need to get done in the morning whenever she's home. She also needs to do some schoolwork that she's still doing for our homeschool. And we had to stop and think, how are we going to focus our time and be intentional with this? So we've decided on a half hour time where she's eating lunch right before she goes off to her dual enrollment class. And I have that blocked off every day that she's going to be home. I sit with her. I actually don't eat lunch with her because it's a little earlier than I want to eat right now. And I eat with my other daughter in the afternoon. But I sit with her and talk with her. I hear what's on her heart. And it's just a time for us to connect. And she knows that I've blocked it off. I very, very rarely will schedule anything during that time. There may be a last minute uh, doctor's appointment that that's the only time that we can get. I will let that take precedence. Um, There are occasionally times that I will have a work meeting that I need to schedule, and that's the only time that we can fit it in. But before I actually schedule it, I ask her, can we shift our time a little bit this day? So I would say 95% of the time, I have that half hour with her blocked off, and I will not schedule anything in there. So that is one way that I use this analogy to help me plan my week. I know that that's really important to me to spend time with her. That is one of my big rocks. And so I have that scheduled on the calendar. Another way that I use this analogy is as we're going through the week, I may recognize at times that one of my big rocks needs more attention and more of my focus than I have allowed for it during the week. And that's okay. So for example, we had a really busy week. I knew that we needed to slow down and I knew that I had to shift my focus for the day. My daughter was actually rearranging a couple of rooms as she was preparing for the new school year and how she wanted to work on her creative projects, her sewing and her art. And so she was moving a lot of things around. The project was just so big for her and she needed my help to keep moving forward. She needed me to be up there and say, okay, what are we going to do next? How can I help you with this? Where can I put this? She needed me to be mom and just be there and available to her. Well, I had a meeting scheduled with my boss that day. I have a, a contract job that I do 
And we had planned to meet and I texted him and I said, hey, can we postpone this? Because I really feel the need to be mom. I need to be available to my daughter. And thankfully, he and the entire company have a real focus on uh, supporting families, supporting your life so that you are more productive. When They recognize that when we're taking care of what's important to us, that we can then focus our energies on the job ahead. And he said, you know, no problem. There's nothing pressing we need to talk about this week. Let's just meet next week. So there are times that I will cancel something that seems important because I know that something more important needs my attention. So your challenge for today is to identify at least one big rock in your life. You may know right away what is important to you and you can identify your big rocks, but if you don't, that's okay. You might want to do the core values exercise to help you identify your priorities. If you're still unsure of how to identify your priorities and have questions, I've got you covered. In tomorrow's episode, we'll dive deeper into how to know your priorities so you can define your big rocks. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.